Hello there. It's Indie Advent coming at you as always. It's Private Suite Magazine interview series. Today we have a very special guest joining us on the show. He goes by, oh fuck, I don't actually know. I think I say it wrong. Arrow or A Hero? Um, the second one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it was a previous podcast. I think Pad Chinington was on the show actually, and he was talking about you. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it's Arrow for sure, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think uh, Arrow is kind of cool. I like. I always say that I don't. I don't mind how it's pronounced, but a hero, preferably. It's gonna be Arrow in my mind at least forever. That's fine. Anyway, thank you, my friend, for joining me on the show here today. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Where Where are you at? Like in the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, out of Chicago. Chicago. Sweet. I've never been. Would love to go. Not too far from me. I'm in Toronto. Um, I always get uh, like a Chicago-style pizza here, and I, I like jazz. <laughs> good jazz scene there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, like, how are you? What are you up to lately? Oh, man, I've been pretty good. Uh, it's cold in Chicago, so... You know, I mean, I wish it was warm. I'd be doing more things, but I've just been cooped up in my house, making music and shipping tapes and records. So, yeah, well, it's, it's a great time for that. Absolutely. At least you're not having to do that while it's nice out. But also, it's a great time for like video games, catching up on video games and movies. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it or not. I, Actually, I haven't really been too keen on video games and movies and stuff recently. I've been keeping myself occupied. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Well, that's good. Probably being more productive than most of us. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm just I'm disappointed in myself, though. There's so many movies and games I want to play and watch. But then I hop on my computer and I'm like, I'm going to make a song. So then I don't. That's awesome, man. I get on my computer and I'm like, all right, time to waste some time. <laughs> you can get on YouTube and what are we like, going to get down with today? Yeah. Games. yeah. I'm, I'm quite productive as well, but uh, maybe it depends on what day and what time of day. Yeah. So Chicago. Awesome, man. Are you uh, coming up to essential by chance? <laughs> no, I can't. I wish I could, uh, but uh, I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> it's just a hop, skip and jump gun. away. <laughs> I couldn't do Electronicon either just because the timing. I'm hoping Electronicon yeah. 3 will be different, but I could have gone to Electronicon 2, but it was so short notice. So I just, mm. just, I mean, like my schedule was open, just didn't happen. Yeah, like work getting in the way and. Yeah, school, work, a little mixture of both. Oh, geez. What are you in school for? Uh, I'm going to school for business right now, like entrepreneurial business. But right. uh, right. I'm thinking I'll be changing that soon. Maybe, maybe. Sure. Well, it's either way. It's a great way to shoot yourself into the world of academics. You know. Yeah, yeah. Post-secondary style. Oh yeah. Yeah, I miss school. I was just talking to Fiber about about it. I I don't though really like. I miss parts of it. I guess. <laughs> anyway, so. Tell us about your music, your project. You've got two albums out in, I would say, about a year. Yeah. Maybe a little, a little less. Yeah. Um, so how did you get into making music? Like, what are your inspirations? What's your history? 
Yeah, so I've always really liked music. Music has always been like a huge part of my life. I think dating all the way back to like maybe 2017 or 2016, I've always, I was involved in the in making Vaporwave, but I didn't realize that there was a scene and like stuff for it until um, mm. mid-2018. So I made something, a few things actually, I think in 2016, 2017. And um, they, yeah, they weren't good. Uh, it was like, I would I was I would take a song that I liked and slowed it down and then tried to edit some like neon picture together and then I threw it up on SoundCloud and nobody listened to my things. I hope not. It was really bad. And and then uh, uh like I think maybe like half a year later or not half a year. It was like maybe like 3 months. I came back to it and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I did this. I'm going to delete it all." And so I did and then I was I would always experiment with like garage band and stuff. I had no knowledge of of any music theory or anything. I just knew that I knew pretty much how like bars and BPM and keeping a tempo worked and how to make a solid sounding track, but not really. And then okay. uh, in 2018, uh, I finally decided like, you know what, I'm going to make Vaporwave because I really like I like the whole aesthetic of it. And I didn't actually like get in into the scene until like the the end of 2018 because i was just kind of making stuff for myself to release and then people started to kind of like it and then i was like okay so maybe cool. i could do something with this yeah and then towards the end of 2018 i was like you know what? i'm gonna make something that doesn't use samples and has its own kind of sound and then i did it and Pat Chennington reviewed it the one time and it kind of blew up. And then I was like, man, I could actually do something with this. So I started making more stuff and taking myself a little seriously. And I taught myself pretty much everything. And I'm still mm -hmm. teaching myself stuff now. Like uh, I've n I was never a band kid. I don't play any instruments. I've just been teaching myself music theory and all these fancy music things. It's kind of on my own, you know, like every time I make a song or something, I feel like I learned something new because I, I always try and do something different for all the songs that I make. So, Right. Yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah, yeah. Recently, I've been trying to kind of teach myself how to better take advantage of synthesizers and how to use all the fancy little knobs on them. So that's been fun. Uh, like the, the VST versions or are you actually getting into physical synths? Uh, I have... Two physical synthesizers, but Sweet. one of them is more like a school synth, so you can't like edit any of the presets on it. Um, I own yeah. a Roland Alpha Juno One that I've been oh, dope. having an absolute ball with. This thing is a beast. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I've Yo, been... I'm gonna ask you some questions about that. I got a Akai MPK sixty one. Is it? I think is it's it, pretty that's... dope. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't like utilize it as much as I could. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get that. I was like, when I first got this thing, I was like, man, all these presets are pretty cool, but like, I want to make my own sounds. I'm not a huge fan of the, oh, excuse me, the analog interface, but I like the sounds it makes and I've gotten mm. used to it. So basically there's a big like turny wheel on the left side. And then there's like a, like almost kind of like a calculator screen. It's just a digital screen. And um, you basically use that turny wheel to change the presets and then you hit a button on the side to like actually edit the preset that you're 
hover or uh, selecting or whatever. Yeah. And, but the buttons are kind of hard to press. Like they're not like actual buttons. It's basically like a plastic film layer over like a yeah a thing with buttons. So okay. they're kind of hard to hit. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. I'm sure. Uh, you know, diving into that has taught you a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I deconstructing how that sort of instrument works. Yeah, it kind of like. I feel like um, it definitely opened my mind up a bit because like now that I kind of know what everything does and like how to make, how to get the sound that I really want without having to scroll through presets and be like, this one kind of sounds like it. So I guess it'll do, I can really, really like, you know, get into more into that. I mean, I was, I've always been kind of making my own presets to use, but I would stick to like the same a uh, few like the same group because I was like, man, it's hard to make a good sounding synth because I didn't know what I like how to do any of it. So now that I've kind of I'm in control a little bit, it's more fun. Yeah, way more. Definitely, you feel powerful. It's like yo, I can oh, make yeah. any sound. That lightning coming out of my fingers. Yeah, it's like I can make a perfect sound that fits just right with this other. Yeah, man. Yeah, I need to, the, the uh, MPK that I have is more of like a VST beast. Like you just load instruments to it. You you can load them up on it as well, but I just have it plugged into my PC. Really? And then I can play whatever the fuck I want. Like I have all these wicked ass expensive VSTs that I won't get into where I got them. But like <sighs> um, East West Symphonic Gold Orchestra comes to mind. Yeah. That's this fucking amazing... Um, like symphony uh vst oh um what else i got here let me open my shit up uh omnisphere is good it's pretty big all oh. these steinberg pianos and i don't know yeah it's just it's incredible but i i just load them up on my pc go over to it and then play but i don't know how to like patch and do do the drum bass shit and the drum oh, pads yeah. right yeah no the i've had i have a little midi keyboard that i i haven't even taken full of advantage of but um yeah that sounds fucking sick i've been meaning to get omnisphere for some time now i just recently subscribed to um the roland cloud so you get like all oh, cool. this shit for free or not for free yeah. it's like a like monthly yearly yeah, subscription I, I, I basically i'm just gonna get the free 30-day trial over and over again until i run out of emails but the <laughs> uh um, I've been absolutely in love with it so far. The um, the JV1080 and the XV5080 have been, I think, in all of my songs as of recent. Not for the new mm-hmm. album, because I got it after that was done, sadly. But a future, oh, okay. future project. Speaking of new albums, uh, can we talk about Spirit a little bit? Yeah. Uh, that comes out. Pro- this probably day or. Yeah, it might come out. out tomorrow or the day the album drops. Actually, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, it we'll was see. February seventh, twenty twenty. Um, that thing, it. I don't even know where to start because it. I kind of built it um differently uh, than mm. my previous two things. Like when I made the little EP back in January, it was just kind of like what projects. Can I scrap what like songs that I've made in like the past two months? Can I scrap together? 
And then the first like serious project I released, um, Ultima Flux, which came out summer of last year, that was like its own thing. Like every each track I wanted to be like its own thing and not um, like it was all part of the album. But I had a very like strict workflow. I like scheduled days to like, I'm, I'm going to do this on this day and then I'll work on this this day so that I wasn't getting tired of it. And then Spirit just kind of happened like I was just kind of working on it and I was like, do I even really want to do like another big album? And then not only like not until I think I had like eight tracks done or something. I was like, yeah, I think I am. And then I just took it more seriously. And like this one is a lot different than than anything I've ever done. I think I feel like this is probably at the moment the peak of hero album. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Well, at least the songs I've heard from it, the three. Yeah. I love that song, Odyssey. I'm more into like uplifting melodic stuff. Yeah, or at least all that. It, it, it'll, it, it can be like minor, but it'll have to change into sort of a more crescendo y sort of thing. I don't know. Right. Picky, yeah. But, um, I totally understand. Yeah, album comes out in a few. In, yeah, it might be out right now if you're listening. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, can we let's play a song from it so people know what we're talking about? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll pick one. Um, let's listen to Sunset because that's got a music video coming out for it. Too. Exclusive. We got an exclusive on this, yo. Yo. Listen up, fam. Okay, here it is. Sunset by a hero. Arrow or arrow.
goddamn good song, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how did you learn, like, all your production techniques? How do you uh, use a DAW? Yeah, I use FL Studio, but for probably would be the majority of my so-called career, I used uh, GarageBand on an old-ass laptop. Mm-hmm. So crazy because the sounds you come up with are fucking deeply like heavy and interesting. Like it's not just the average, you know. Yeah, I don't know, it's awesome. Yeah, on Ultima Flux, it was a majority of like the bass presets, and then um, like I would take a bass preset and then build like uh, new presets around it to kind of recontextualize it a bit, I guess. Um, and it was like a lot of filters, like a lot of heavy filtering. And then this new album I got FL Studio for um, and a bunch of like new software because um, with GarageBand, it doesn't allow you to have certain, um, it has to be audio units instead of VST. So not- so, Okay, hold, hold up here. <laughs> yeah. You made Ultima Flux with GarageBand. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. Every time That's I tell crazy. somebody that, yeah, Dude, it's I that the GUI in GarageBand is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen it's in my life. Fucking awful! I can't even tell you how many times I've been <laughs> Dude, so kudos frustrated. To you, man. With that it. is that is a feat, and it's a great album too. Still, <laughs> fifty three copies of the LP of the vinyl record available on arrows is that your record label i guess faceway records yeah we uh i guess i guess i could say we we just started um that is gonna be uh not a full-time thing but i'm hoping one day it will be but right now it's kind of slow because it's just me and uh vcr not on the label but uh there there are new additions coming just uh letting Letting them do their thing right now and work on their projects. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. So, ahero.facewayrecords.com if you want to procure some of those items. Okay, back to the music and production. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, But yeah, so like I said, Ultima Flux was made in GarageBand. So was Stratospheres. And... um, yeah, I still have that laptop with all the files on it. It's an old 2012 laptop as well. So the disgusting just GarageBand interface combined with the slow MacBook power from 2012 really made it hard to to make a lot of the stuff on that. But I got pretty used to it after a while. And then I upgraded to FL Studio like in the middle of... Um, or not in the middle. It was like right as I decided that I was going to, um, like, I knew I wanted to switch to FL. Uh, it was probably right, right before I got really into the thick of making Spirit. Um, so I made two tracks in GarageBand that are on Spirit. Uh, and then I was like, I got FL Studio and all these new plugins, like the Korg M1 and the WaveStation and uh, just a bunch of, like, smaller ones that didn't have Mac support. And I was just having a blast. I was having absolutely amazing time i was like there's so much customization i could actually hear the song and not have to export it every time because my computer is a piece of shit so it was it was like it was like a blessing it was so good the first song that i made in fl studio was refreshing the first single that came out for spirit but uh, believe it or not that didn't get finished and that was actually the last song i finished 
Um, but anyway, uh, I basically, um, I basically, like I said, I self-taught. I taught myself pretty much everything I know so far. Picking up, picking up stuff from other artists I've spoken to, or you know, YouTube tutorials, or just learning on my own. Um, so I don't know a lot of the technical lingo, but if you showed me like the interface and told me do this or that, I'd be like, okay. Like as long as you just describe to me what what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, right, right. Wow, so I still incredible, man. Yeah, I still feel like I, I definitely have a lot to learn. I'm no expert and I'm I'm no genius for sure, but um and I you know, I just a lot of people think that I that I think that I'm some sort of genius. I'm not, man. I'm just I'm a I'm barely even a fully grown ass man. I'm I'm just out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Out here doing my thing. That's truly what it'd be. Yeah. Just doing my thing. Awesome. Sweet. Okay, so where we? So how did you discover vaporwave exactly? I don't think we um, got into that. Yeah, that's like a like that's a good ass question, but I feel like everybody's answer is almost the same because I definitely got into the scene because of Macintosh Plus. Um, but my first ever like introduction to vaporwave without me even knowing was um, uh, better by Saint Pepsi who at the time I didn't know was like, I didn't know it was like future funk or, um, you know, vaporwave and that just in that category. So I was like, man, this is really good. So I listened to that on YouTube for a bit, but I kind of drifted away because it wasn't on like mainstreaming sites. And I was like a super mainstream child, I guess you could say. And then, you know, a few years later, I listened to Macintosh plus again. I was like, I really like the art for this. I always liked the art for Mac Plus. So I started making my own Vaporwave stuff and then I stopped and then I came back and here I am. Crazy. And what are you into right now? Right now, I've been into like, um, I've been into like a lot of Witch House mixes and stuff. Um, Sweet. I don't really have any specific like favorite artists at the moment. Um, I haven't listened, like sat down and listened to like a, a playlist of my own or whatever in a long time. Uh, I've just been like, like I've seen like labels releasing stuff on Twitter and I'll, I'll sit down and I'll listen to that in the background while I'm like packing tapes or like, um, you know, just chilling out or uh, mm-hmm. setting up stuff. Just whatever I'm doing that doesn't involve me having to like produce or something. You know, I've just been chilling out with music in the background. Um, yeah. I, I'm always listening to, you know, uh, Windows 96 and I've been getting into telepath a little bit more. Um, Windows 96 record uh, just dropped. Very exciting. Oh yeah, I picked that up so fast. Um, yeah, same. That was such a good album. I remember when that first dropped. I was like, "Bruh, that album is so good." <laughs> yeah, I was out on Unfortunate Face, right? Yeah, that was the oh, same. There's still label. copies left. If you want to yeah, get it, everyone. there's a few. Um, that was the same label that they did Gradient Horizon through. Hmm. Which I didn't right, know right, right. until like yesterday, like a day after I bought it. Um, yeah. I've been listening to uh, my buddy Sound Markets stuff. Um, we've played, we actually just played a show together um, in St. Louis. Uh, and he's got some real cool ass like vapor trap shit going on. Um, and I'm not like a, I'm not a huge vapor trap guy. Like I like it, but I'm not like big on it. Um so I've I don't know like I've just been on this kick recently and like uh, I've been listening to a lot of like drum and bass and breakbeat stuff. Nice. 
So yeah, that's I, I don't know. I don't have like any specific artists that I've been listening to. Just you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm into that. Love me some drum and bass, yo. Yeah, I've been trying to incorporate more of that into my music. And I'm just looking at your Stratospheres record. I forgot that this was you. Yeah, I'm. I'm not all too. Um, I really loved that that cover when it came out. Yeah, it was uh, like uh, caught me right away. Yeah, um, Stratospheres is kind of like um, I don't know how to describe it. Like it exists. I'm not. I'm not too happy with how it turned out, but that's only because I had no clue like what I was doing. Um, <laughs> I I feel well, that the tape sold out, so that's cool. Yeah, I know people like it a lot, and I'm glad people like it because you know. I mean, that just shows to me that truly, if you put passion and effort behind anything, you know, anybody could like it. And so that gives me hope for the world. But, you know, I'm not I'm not too happy with it. I feel like my two bigger projects, the projects that I push the most are um, way better and way cooler uh, trademark. But I um, I acknowledge that it exists and it's part of the stepping stone on the path of life. That put me here. So mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, some sure. mumbo jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, do we want to play a song off of Stratospheres, but maybe we can play one off of uh, Ultima Flux instead? Yeah, sure. Um, what's, a good, what's a good track from that? Caller ID. That's a good one. Oh, and there's a video for that. I forgot. Yeah. Music's the hang up. Made that one. Music's and I am so disappointed, not in Music's The Hangout, that people uh, don't watch that video enough. It's really good. And John did such an amazing job. He did a really, mm-hmm. really good job. I remember watching it for the first time. He, I think he edited, it on, he edited it on a train going somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I think how he got all the footage. Or maybe he had a connection. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's super cool. It's got, uh, it's like totally different than what I thought he was going to do. So it came out really nice though. Um, so mm-hmm. everybody go watch that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's on Music's The Hang Up yeah, YouTube. Song is Caller ID and let's check it out now. It's funny that you say you don't play guitar because you're very good at making your synths sound like guitars. I don't even know if you do it intentionally. But yeah, that's, that is a guitar synth for sure. Um, I remember messing with the knob and trying to get it to get that like screeching guitar sound and then finally hitting it and being like, yo, yo, that's the wall. That's amazing. Yeah. I found the pocket. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure out how to like, or to find a good um, VST that sounded like a saxophone as well, because I I didn't Mm -hmm. have, I was basically working with free stuff. Um, until, uh, until I got a job and then I started getting paid and I was spending all my money on, uh, VSTs and yeah, new gear. (laughs) All right. Let me get back to my questions here. Yes, sir. So how did you come up with the themes for your projects? Like, uh, a data girl did the cover for spirit, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, was that part of your was her creation sort of part of your idea or did she help it yeah bring it to life sort of or, you so know? well i had the whole thing laid out in my head and then i kind of i tried to do it myself in unity or uh, unity my bad. um but 
I, I don't have that that skill for 3D art. So I was mm-hmm. like, man, I should get like, I'm going to see who else, who could do this art for me. And one day just popped up her work, just popped up in my feed. And I was like, yep, that's it. That's the one. And so I contacted her and thank God she was doing commissions. And so basically uh, she talks a bit about her commission work with me in the Pacific Plaza radio um, podcast. Yeah. And um, check it out. Yeah, definitely. That was a good episode. I uh, Alex's Alex's podcast, Pacific Plaza Records. Yes. Trucks Passing Trucks is his work, if you're familiar with that. He's been on the show, too, if you haven't seen that episode or heard it. So check that out. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you, you haven't heard it? Oh, you got to check it out, too, man. Yeah, no, I got to listen to more podcasts. I've been loving podcasts recently. I've been going from music to podcasts. It's kind of weird. But uh, anyways, <laughs> so I saw, um, I forget where I saw it. I think it was on Discogs one day. And there was like a like a Russian like synth trance compilation CD, and I it has I gotta look it up and I'll send it to you. But the <laughs> um the cover are like no, it was the interior like under where the CD sits. Um, there was a nice still there, and I was like, that would make a great vaporwave album cover. But sadly, there's no like clean image of it online. And I kind of want to put my own twist on it. So I'm going to try and make mm-hmm. that. So I tried to make it in Unity. And I was like, I'm just going to make like a laid back album. So I had um, I had like a multitude of different ideas I wanted to use. And then I was just like, I can't do it. This is this is too hard. I'm not going to learn all this 3D art stuff. So I went to Data Girl yeah. when I found her. And I basically, I made a Google Doc with a bunch of like, MS Paint screenshots of me like illustrating like what I wanted and where I wanted it. And it took it took a good maybe week for us to finish it. Um, but she did an excellent job. Like she captured it really good. Um, there was a lot of like color changes and like little minute details that changed. But I came up with the theme for Spirit after um, um, right after the cover art was done, because originally I was going to call it 1999. But I had no reason to. It didn't really fit that name. And then me and another artist were going to make a uh, collaborative EP together. And our like little duo group was called Spirit in all capitals. So okay. I had talked to him about the album. He's like, dude, I'm so stoked for your next album. I was like, do you mind if I use this name since we're not going to do anything with it? He was like actually yeah fuck yeah that that fits and i was like yeah okay so then i used that and you know spirits here uh ultima flux though was different i kind of like i wanted to make my own album art for that so i basically there's like a million variations of the album art with all different names um i still i sent a i think all of them to the vapor archives guy um, he's seen a lot of them. Oh yeah, uh, and some of them are on Twitter. But uh, there's there's a lot, like just little tweaks and changes. And some of them don't even look like the final product, or even sound like the final product. Mm. Um, but Ultima Flux's final cover um, came from the day I discovered analog video technology um, or analog video synthesizers, and I was like, this stuff is fucking sick. I want this as an album cover. So I found some like 
20 minute it, it's like a 24 minute long um like art piece that somebody made and it's got like 10 views and i was like damn this is perfect i'll take a still from this because it was like um it's uh it was moving pretty fast and i was like if i could just get like like the perfect part of this i could definitely like fuck it up and make it my my own thing so i got a still from it and i was like okay so let's see what i can do so i um i basically layered it over itself a bunch of times and then i um I uh, like tinted them different colors and that's how it kind of created that like soft purple. Okay. And, uh, then I, uh, I was like, um, the theme I was trying to go for was like a more natural sound. Um, but also yeah. keeping that like filtered theme that I kind of had to my music. So like, there's a lot more natural sounds on the album that are all synthesizer. Like uh, the track glass utilizes this like very, hollow sounding almost like somebody's tapping a bottle and then a lot of them use almost like they sound like very natural instruments a few like in the background like some of the percussion and like the guitar and the um Mm -hmm. the saxophone like i just wanted it to be like a nature wave album as some people would describe it um sure but uh i just wanted to keep that theme going with the art so i looked up 90s documentary and i found uh an old um like nocturnal animals documentary from david attenborough cool it was a bbc one and i was like yeah all right let's see let's find some cool shots throughout this um and then i got a few uh like the the tiger and the um the sunset and the uh moon or this yeah the sunset yeah or no yeah that is a moon you might be right Hey. Or, or is it a sunset? I don't know. I actually well, it's don't red. Yeah, it's red. It it's a blood moon. That's fine. We'll, we'll say that. <laughs> That's cooler. It's up to in, for interpretation. Yeah. Um. But the third picture is a painting, and I can't, for the love of God, rem- like I couldn't find the painting because, um, like I couldn't find what it was called. I was like reverse image searching it, but all I could find was like people using it for their covers uh, of lo-fi mixes on SoundCloud, and I was like. I want to credit this artist, but I absolutely cannot find this. So um, if anybody knows, actually, this is me calling it out. If anybody knows what that painting is, please let me know. Mm-hmm. I want I want to I want to credit it so bad, but I can't. I, I seriously cannot find it. I feel like I'm stupid, though. I feel like I've missed it a million times. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to keep uh, this kind of nature theme flowing with spirit and um um, I think I'm going to, you know, do something different next. But uh, when I come up with a theme, I basically just sit there and I, uh, you know, I'll just be like, man, what's cool? And then eventually, I, like, I'll start with a, <laughs> with a dumb idea and then it kind of blossoms into its own thing, I feel. But uh, other people seem to think that I like to rip off of other people, which is not true. Okay, so let's talk about some of your future work. Like, What are you working on right now? Anything exciting uh, yeah i've got i don't want to say too much because whenever people ask me about what i'm working on i tend to spill the beans but um oh, don't don't spill the beans <laughs> if if they're sticky no i won't <laughs> uh, but i've got i've got a i've got some remixes coming out i've got one coming out i did a remix of a, a donor lens song just coming out on february 21st and I got a remix of this artist. His name is 
soft focus. Um, he does some pretty cool shit. He's releasing his, um, I think would be his first album this Friday, Thursday. He's in Australia, so I don't know if that that affects the time zone. Um, but he's releasing a new album uh, soon, and I made a remix for it. I don't know if he wants to put it on the album. All I know is that he uh, he asked me to make a remix, and I did. Or I offered to make him a remix, and then he was like, yeah, that'd be cool. So I did it. And then um, uh, what else do I got? I got another remix coming out eventually. Um, that is a, that's going to be a big one. Um, can't talk much about that one. Uh, but okay. I've got some I've got some stuff planned in the pipeline. Nothing in the near future. Uh, but I've got some shows coming up and uh, some stuff. So if you're in Chicago, keep an eye out. Dope. Can we can we hear about the shows at all? I I wish I could like I wish there was more to talk about. Like a lot of these shows are still mm. like in the very beginning stages. Oh um, uh, yeah yeah true. Me and on my podcast that I just started, the Faceway Records Face to Faceway uh, podcast, I had Pad Chennington on, and we talked about um, his Aesthetic Nights show. And I think it's safe to say that uh, he, I mean, he is bringing Aesthetic Nights to Chicago, and I will be playing that if it all goes to plan. We talked about that. So if uh, cool. you're in Chicago for Aesthetic Nights, I will be playing that most most likely so um that's probably the uh, only one that's like like legit i don't know though i don't know mm. um can we link your the podcast faceway podcast yeah i can yeah i'll give you the uh, link right now i'll throw that shit in the description hell yeah that was a learning experience i've never like edited a podcast before no yeah <laughs> man i've um I'll check it. I haven't heard it. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's uh I I feel like the kind edited the audio a little better, but I didn't realize until um like I actually like Pad's mic was a little like um like it was a little too loud, but at the time it didn't seem like it. So I I had to True. put the podcast in the FL studio and I I put a multiband compressor on it and it was like and put a parametric EQ and I was like trying to EQ it. So it didn't sound like, uh, like too bassy or anything. It came up pretty yeah. good though. It's still listenable. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing what you could about your upcoming stuff, by the way. Yeah, no problem. So where did the name come from? A hero. Oh, this is a good story. Okay. Um, I'm ready. So when, uh, it was like, 10 days before stratospheres came out and me and uh hey tenna or bootleg uh bby or bootleg baby as people know him now recent biz Kaz, uh affiliate just released a new album 2009 grind hella dope check it out um we were talking one day um and so somebody this was the day somebody put hit vibes up on q rates um as a bootleg I remember. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, he commented on it. Um, like, y'all know this is just going to get canceled, right? Like, it's not going to make it through the process. Yeah. And so uh, somebody replied, like, stop trying to be a hero, Hitana. And I, I was like, 
yeah, Eternal, stop trying to be a hero. <laughs> and I forgot the space between A and hero. No way. Yeah. And so I was like, Yo, that actually sounds fucking sick. I'm going to use that. And so, because the That's name amazing. I had before was like, it was like longing nostalgia or some shit. And it, it was like in kanji. And I was like, this just doesn't fit at all. So then I had a hero and I was like, yo, that's the one. That's the name. And so I stuck with that and I've been using it ever since. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That is a great story. Yeah. It's like, it's funny to say like, oh, where'd you get your name from? Oh, Discord typo. Yeah. Or Twitter. T- or Oh, yeah. It's just so funny how the stories, the little, it's a little, that's what makes Vaporwave so good is not like the, the, the Vaporwave community rather is not like... Let me rephrase this. What makes part of the Vaporwave community so great is those little interactions you have between people, like inside jokes and thing like things like oh that. Oh my god, yeah. I was just talking to you before the show about one recently <laughs> by The Wiz. Yeah, Wizard yeah. Of loneliness. Yeah. Let me... <laughs> It's so fucking funny. I I think I find it more funny than most people because I think people oh, might, might be starting to get sick of it a little bit, but not me, yo. I yeah. Well, my humor is just generally like I don't I don't like I rarely laugh at anything anymore, and I feel so bad. Like I could appreciate oh, I laugh like at everything, man. Dude, it used to be like I used to be like that, but now I don't know. It's just like I lost my You're funny, I guess. Yeah, I lost my you're funny. A, you're a nihilist. Yeah, I hate everything. If that's the word, yeah. <laughs> everything's lame. Man. It's lame, everything's lame. But I liked it. If I liked it first, it's good. Quote. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Wizard of Loneliness is the funniest guy. Badly drawn hugs on Twitter with a Z. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, pretty sure. Oh. Did you? Um, um, yeah, badly drawn hugs with a Z. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Did you hear the uh, the recent 3D cast with him on it? Dude, there, there's a new one? Yeah. Oh, Randy, Randy, Randy. <laughs> I'm so happy. His, oh, my God. His bit is so fucking funny. Uh, it's like goodbye or goodbye. And he talks about oh, yeah, recent purchases. Yeah. yeah, his bit is so funny. It's so fucking funny. He does. He's yeah. He's a really funny guy. I think I was in a Discord call with him hilarious. once, but I was like sitting yeah. in the background listening to Randy and Dan and John yeah. and everybody out, like all the cool people talk, and I was just kind of there. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. He we he we had him on the show as well. Oh, lovely. Uh, it was like my fourth episode actually. Shouts out to Colin as always. He's a character. Okay, I want to play. I want to. He's the funniest kid. Just listen to this. Should I play the whole thing? Um, how long is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm gonna play the whole thing because I I made a loop out of it and I posted that on on I the Twitter re- reply. Yeah, get some chips, bro. I got some peanuts here. Maybe I'll eat those. What kind of Doritos do you like? I like the jalapeno ones. I've never cheese. had those. I'm a cool ranch guy. What? What? <laughs> oh, you got it, man. You haven't lived yet. They're the they're the best. Somebody back me up on that. All right, here here's a song <laughs> about 3D Blast or Randy by The Wiz. It's called Gaping Hole. Here we go. Welcome back to Radio WIZ. You're here with The Wiz. 
Did you hear about this? Randy's wife passed away, and I, for one, yeah, it's true, I, for one, couldn't be happier. This next track goes out to you, Randy. The song's called Gaping Hole. You know where to find the Wiz. I got a gaping hole, baby. Gaping hole. Goddamn, that's a so far. So far. Can you believe it? Randy's wife passed away. Yeah, I made a loop of that 30 second loop. <laughs> yeah, so obviously it's a joke. Their sense of humor is the fucking best. Like, I wish I could get in on it, sort of, but I can't keep up with their that high level that they operate at. They're just I yeah no I they're they're clear, they're in the big brain zone. I big just brain zone. I no. try and do I've tried to do my own thing when I'm in their voice chats. Yeah, true. Yeah. Shouts out to those guys. Uh, Colin has a new tape out. Halcyon tapes. H L H A L C Y O N tapes. Bandcamp.com. Uh, it's a great it's a great record. You should check it out. It's called the Beautiful World. Oh. And I don't know if any of 3D Blast's tapes are available, but you can check him out too. His iconic bitch record is very nice. He was on the show as well. We had a four and a half hour conversation on the show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's long. I'm man. not even kidding. It was that long. Yeah. Is that it is was, that full four hours uh, an episode? Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Episode 51. Fuck yeah. Okay. Well, now I know what I'll be listening to for the next couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> Four exactly. People are like, India, I can't. It's too long, India. I can't do it. So no, I'm, I'm going to do I'm, it. I'm, I'm in shortening them a little bit, but sometimes it just goes off. Can't yeah. help it, yo. Oh, show. I think the Powers PC Me one was really long, too. And the Desert Sand and Tupperwave. Oh, yeah, Ruben. There's a lot of, yeah, Ruben, man. Number I one. Hate that guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ruben. Uh, he just recently bleached his hair. Oh, really? I, that's not of much importance, but I was going to bring that up because I now... That's cool. I have, uh... What did he say? I gotta look at it now. Damn, I don't, re- I don't even remember what I did five minutes ago. Uh, he... People ain't dyeing their hair as much these days. I used to dye it all the time. Hey, like every I'm time. gonna get frosted tips. That's a promise. Bringing it back. Going back to 2001, baby. Fuck yeah. I... My girlfriend doesn't approve of it. None of my friends do, but they they cannot stop me, and they cannot. But stop Nick me. Carter does. <laughs> they, <laughs> or Aaron Carter. Aaron yeah, Carter, sorry. They they do not control me. I'm gonna have frosted tips. <laughs> uh, and I am gonna be the fucking man. I'm gonna be. Yeah, the man. you are. Yeah, you are. You're the man already, bro. Oh shit! It'll just be the cherry on the cake. <laughs> Man, All I right, can't what wait we to get got? What we got here? Uh, should you want to play another song? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe an exclusive. Maybe Odyssey, Ooh. my favorite song that I've heard so far. Yeah, play Odyssey. Odyssey's dope. Play to Odyssey. Let's play to Odyssey. Do the Odyssey. Right, we'll, we'll play that. Thank you. 
love your guitar work so much. <laughs> I rarely like um, if I know like if I want to put guitar in a song, it's got to be like it's got to be top notch. Like I can't like it, I can't just like throw a guitar lead in there in the background and be like, yeah, the guitar's there. I really like it to stand out. I feel like that yeah. makes it cool. Hmm. Well, it sure is, man. I fucking I love that song. God damn. Gosh darn. I say, I tell you, I tells you, I like it. I tells you. So, uh, so how do you teach yourself? Okay, two questions. One, we talked about how, you know, you're not, you kind of just get to work when you're at your computer. You just like always end up making songs. How do you like not get distracted by all the stimulations out there? Um, what do you mean by you discipl- like- discipline yourself to just pump out music? Like a lot of people procrastinate or they, you know, they're not motivated. They don't have the the right mindset or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I really just like, I'm, I'm even surprised that I like after, you know, six, seven, eight months working on something, I could finish it, finalize it, and then advertise the fuck out of it and put it out. Like that still surprises me because it's like, it's a lot of work. It really is a lot of like, maybe not physical work. It's a lot of mental, like it's a lot of mental work. Um, but I kind of just, you know, I'll start making a few songs and then I'll pull them together and then be like, Hmm, what do I like most about these? And then I kind of start developing a theme and, uh, kind of, kind of just generally starting to make an album. Like I love making albums because I feel I'm, I could be much more, or well, I used to do that, but I feel like I could be much more proud of them um, because they're, it's a lot more work. But more recently, I've been like, I've been sitting on my music a lot more, just like waiting like a month after I think I finished something and then coming back and being like, hmm, what should I change? So like a lot of my stuff that I'm working on right now, that won't come out for a very long time, but uh the stuff that i've been working on now is a lot like is is like from demos from like uh um like december and uh november so i've just i you know i've been just like kind of taking older songs and rehashing them a bit and trying to make them a little better um so i kind of just i don't i i have really good patience so i don't like i don't attempt to rush my projects um but I still feel like my when I release them, I feel like they're too close together sometimes. Like um, originally, I was gonna wait to release Ultima Flux like last month. That was my plan originally. So that would have been, and that actually would have been really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I think about it, but uh, I'm glad it came out when it did. I really, when I'm like done with something, I f- like I'm satisfied with it a hundred percent. Like, uh. I'm sure in a couple months or whatever, I'll come back to spirit and be like, yeah, this could change and this could change. But yeah, I always do that. And then after a few months, I'm like, it For is sure. what it is now. And I'm happy of it. Yeah. Okay. Second question. How do you find your um, learning of new techniques comes? Like your, if you were to compare the, your first record to your second one, to your newest you know, um, what, what did you, how did you learn things 
from album to album and maybe if there's any advice you have you could share any uh, resources yeah um like uh like i said before like my first album i had no fucking clue what i was doing i was just having fun and then um after that kind of like that gained a little traction after pad shouted it out and i was like damn maybe i should get to work on another one so i did and it, i made an entire album and it sounded exactly like the first one so i scrapped it um so there's a like mm-hmm. i have a lot of like old garage band demos that just sound like stratosphere songs but um uh and then i was like maybe i should you know get myself invested in this maybe i should like really do some research so i basically i spent like a month just figuring out like um how garage band really worked and like how i could take advantage of it a bit and i really like a challenge so like having to use this shitty did uh the shitty daw to make something in my head that was like mm-hmm. a, a picasso painting um almost like if somebody gave you a watercolor set of paintbrushes and then gave you a big fancy ass canvas and was like okay now draw or paint starry night with with no painting expertise yeah. or anything that's basically what i had to do and <laughs> i just kind of figured it out on my own like i um I just kind of started making stuff and trying different things. And this goes for all artists. Never, ever be afraid to try new things because you may like, like, don't be afraid to change your sound either. There's a lot of people who I've talked to who are like, man, I really want to make this or that, but I'm afraid to like do something new because I don't know if people will like it. You shouldn't worry about what the people like. You should worry about what you like. And that's what's been driving me this entire time because I've just been kind of doing what I like to do. I've I've got, you know, everybody's got haters, man. Don't let them get you down. Do what you like to do. Um, yeah. But Ultima Flux was kind of like, like, uh, after I finished that, I was like, damn, I really made this. This is really good. And it really made me proud to be a hero, to be me. And so I realized this is something that I kind of want to keep doing. Um, and to You're see your that. own hero. I'm my own hero. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds so selfish. But, uh, um, yeah, I I was just so proud of it. And we did like um, uh, me and Haitana did like a album drop stream where I played live on video, kind of like Esprit style. Um, oh, dang. Yeah. And I so. Yeah, the audio kind of like fucked up, but it's you could still listen to it um, and see it. And uh, that's where my old profile pic came from. But uh, that like reading the chat, like it was all in real time. So I could read the chat on my phone. I had my phone on the table next to my uh, 404 while I was playing and like seeing everybody just like being like, damn, this shit hit hard. And like, man, this is my favorite song. I was like, wow, people actually like my music. Like, that's crazy. That's completely crazy. So I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. And then for Spirit, between Ultima Flux and Spirit, I took a little break after Ultima Flux. Um, I still had a few songs that I had made after Ultima Flux, but I was like, no, I need to take a step back. I need to figure out what I want to do now because I don't want to make more of the same because I know I will. But anyway, I 
took a step back and then I was like, you know, I got FL Studio and I was fucking around with that for a long time because I just got it. It's like when you get like when you're like seven and you get a new Nerf gun and you're like, I just want to shoot things with it. I just mm-hmm. I got a I got a new DAW. <laughs> I just want to make things with it. So I was I sat in my basement on FL Studio for like a straight like two weeks. Like I'd come home from class or whatever or work and just hop right on. I'd hop right on and start making something. Um, and I just, I was like, I've got all this new like software and, um, I'm really starting to take myself seriously now. So what's the next step? And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I legit had like, I had like a whiteboard hung on my wall and I was like scribbling out ideas of what I wanted to do. And it was, it was kind of like a, like a, a cool period of time. I felt like I was, um, like, uh, like planning a, like a, bank robbery or something i thought i, I thought i was yeah. hot shit man it was cool but uh <laughs> i was like going um, to work I, yeah i was super dedicated and super focused and then i made the kind of like the um how would you say it? like the uh the exact day that i realized that this album is going to be big it's going to happen it's going to be sick and nobody could tell me otherwise um mm-hmm. august 17th 2019 when i posted on instagram i'm looking at it right now uh proud to announce that i'm officially working on the next album pretty much full time i'm taking a small creativity break to regain my power um and that's that's verbatim what i've said on the instagram post uh i i basically i wanted people to know that i'm taking this shit seriously like and by you, you know full time i didn't really mean like you know living off my music i it was like taking up all of my free time any and all free yeah. time i had it was dedicated to the album so when i finally finished it and you know i'd sat on it for so long and was just like it was all done and i was like fuck yeah this is gonna be so cool i've been sitting on it for a long time um and it still holds up i listen to it every day uh and i love it i'm so proud of it it's a little nice. different from everything i've done and i hope people will um, admire that and like that. Um, there's some yeah. interesting stuff on it. And I, I think people are going to like the diversity. It's got a cool. little something for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, um, my biggest tip for producers is it's cheesy. It's cheesy as fuck, but it's true. Do not ever be afraid to change your sound or do something new because the people who truly will support you will love it. They'll love what you're doing. As long as, and as long as you're having fun, man, just, you know, do what you want. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because I I feel like a lot of people are scared to do what they want because they feel that they won't get the same attention as they would um, doing what they're doing now. You know, just... It's a common problem. Yeah, and I mean, that's sad, but it's like, you know, man, you're not... I mean, if you're not making a living off your music, just go for it. What have you got to lose? Yeah, if you're you're sacrificing happiness and stuff. Yeah, like if you're not happy with what you're doing... Yeah, change it up, man. Never stress yourself out. Bad so luck. how, here's a question for you, Sarah. How do you exactly, like, re, like, what are the points, like the beats, you could say, if you're a writer, that you kind of realize that your production is better all of a sudden? Like, you know, there's probably pivotal moments. Well, obviously, <laughs> upgrading to FL Studio yeah. from GarageBand, I'm sure, is one of them. Right, yeah. But maybe your new record compared to your upcoming record, 
You know, how not only did you learn new things, but how do you say, okay, I'm satisfied with this, with the quality of this, if you want to make it a higher tier record, if you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like a step up almost. Yeah, I get that. Um, You know, I, I always listen to my old shit. Like some days I'll just, you know, like I see the Bandcamp app on my phone and I'll be like, yeah, I'll listen to something from my Bandcamp collection. I'll throw on Ultima Flux or something or, um, you know, Spirit has been on rotation because I've just been hyping myself up for release day. But I basically I'll listen to previous stuff that I've made and pick out the things that now I want to change. So um, like Spirit's got a lot of like, I think what is some of my best instrumentation work. There's just like a lot of it's a lot of like, I wouldn't say the same, but it's all got the same vibe and it's got a lot of just unique instrumentation i feel i feel a lot of it is different enough from each other yet it's all collectively in the same theme like you could listen to a track off spirit without knowing that it's um from that album or like or what would be a good example because that one doesn't make any sense like you could hear a track from uh spirit i'm trying to think i'm actually drawing a blank um but anyway let's get beyond that because i'm never gonna know what i was gonna say um it just all has generally the same vibe and um i really like like i said i like to just go back and listen to my old stuff when i'm making my new stuff mm-hmm. um i'm sure that's a yeah it's, you're always analyzing yourself yeah it's definitely well, improve that improve that improve that yeah it's definitely a huge thing i like to take um older tracks and like build off of those. So like um, a lot of the tracks on Spirit have like chord progressions from Ultima Flux hidden throughout them. But you you really won't be able to tell because I've like I've either like changed their key or like um, you know they're just too fast or too hidden in the background or like like I don't know. Um, I just I really like recontextualizing my own work. And more recently, I've been doing that a lot. Um, and trying like i said trying new things is always a big thing for me so uh you know one day i'll just go hmm i'm gonna try making a track that kind of sounds like i don't know i'm gonna try like a a, like a new wave track or something or like uh more recently i just put out a um synth pop song um under the Mm. name of talk to me which i've used in the past but I'm bringing it back because I wanted to make more synth pop again. So, uh, you want to play it? Yeah, sure. I could, uh, I'll send you the link for that right now. Link it up. Let's play that shit. Synth pop, baby. Agnos will love it. Oh yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I know he's in the George Clinton fan club, but I linked it in there first, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah. Okay. Well, there it is. I've just sent it to you. All right. Superstar by Talk to Me. Let's throw it on. Thank you. 
that? Let me guess. That's you singing, right? Yeah, that's me. Oh, swish. <laughs> and that's you in the picture as well. That do be me. Yeah. Called it. Yeah, this is so vapor, yo. Yeah, I uh that's awesome. Yeah, I make um Vaporwave 2, baby. I made two tracks as um under my own name uh to celebrate the new year rolling in. And I I've been kind of working on that and I've been like kind of just like training myself to to do vocals and like kind of just learning from YouTube tutorials on how to make vocals sound good. So uh, I've been kind of like doing more stuff with vocals and, you know, honestly, I, I wanted to just like I wanted to make a song as a hero, but sing over it like as me. And I took this old synth pop alias that I had and uh, it revived it because I, when I finished this song or I, I just had the lead and the um, uh, yeah, all I had was the lead and the the drums and uh and i was like shit this song is so good but it would sound better with vocals so i recorded some vocals of just some like basic ass like like the lyrics have no meaning like it talks about um you know superstar baby i'm on a roll like that doesn't like that's that doesn't actually reflect me it's just like but that's uh, cool man yeah i just i wanted to make a song like i made a tweet about it i think it's like i just made a song about being a pretentious superstar um musical artist but also encouraging the listener to blow up themselves so that's kind of what this <laughs> is about and i i just kind of had fun writing it like i it was all in one take i made this song in a day and uh yeah i was like damn this is so good but um <laughs> i want to make a whole ep of this stuff and release it with somebody with a bunch of remixes on the b-side or something so nice yeah so that's in the future Cool, man. No, I love that. So sick. All right. Let me get getting close to the end of the show now, I'd say. Um, how long have we, we been in here for? An hour 20-ish. Not bad. Uh, let's talk about some of your favorite people in Vaporwave right now. Ooh. Okay. This is a, this is a good one. Um, so I, I just, uh, you know, I just played a show in St. Louis. Um, it would almost, you know, well, it wasn't just, it was like 20 days ago, but I still, the feeling still lingers. Um, uh, and I met mm -hmm. um, Synchro Start uh, and his partner. And um, uh, he is such a cool guy. I love Synchro so much. He's a fine young man. He is amazing. Everybody was so chill. I like Vaporwave people are so like, like on the internet, everybody's intimidating to me. Everybody's scary. But then, and then <laughs> yeah. you see him in real life, and you're like, "Damn, everybody's like a cuddly teddy bear. Everybody's so cool." But um, mm. Synchro was cool. I met Transworld Airlines, who wasn't playing, but he's played um, Vapor Space St. Louis events before. Okay. Uh, and he was so cool too, and we had so much fun. Uh, Sound Market, um, who is definitely going to become a friend of mine. Well, he is a friend of mine, but he's going to be, we're going to become closer friends because I, I will be moving to St. Louis at the end of this coming summer. Mm. Um, and nice. Ronnie of uh, Vapor Space St. Louis, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend who runs all oh, the yeah. shows out of St. Louis. He is an amazing guy. Awesome. He's like 
uh, a shining ray of positivity. Like as generic and cheesy as that sounds, he truly is like, he's a walking smiley face. Like that's just definitely if you, yeah, if you so want to cool. learn more about Ronnie, we had a podcast with him too. Number 73. And it was a great show. He really dives into like his history, why he's doing this. And just, it's a really honest and, and like welcoming episode, I would say. Yeah. It's, um, I listened to a bit of it. I didn't finish it, but. Oh, nice. He's just got, he's got like, um, uh, like fire tools said once before. Um, I got to find where she said this at. Uh, she said. He's a positive-minded maniac. I think that describes him pretty well. <laughs> He's very dedicated. Shouts out to you, it. Ronnie. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, some other of my favorite people in the scene right now, um, Chiba City Blues. Um, there was this thing called Aurora Broadcast. Broadcasting. It's kind of like um, mm-hmm. it was a four-artist live show event online, and I I yeah, played a set for there. it. Yeah, yeah, Chiba City Blues set was incredible. Like, had some telepath vibes coming from it, and I was absolutely obsessed with it. It was so cool. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of their um, newer stuff. Uh, um, VCR Not is always, 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 always on my playlist. Um, and just generally a cool guy. I feel like he's he's super underrated. I feel like he should be bigger than he is. He just released an album on business casual at the end of last year. And he made yeah. the uh, super guide as well. And his album is so cool. Um, I, I I've listened to all of his stuff and the progression from um, like mid 2018 to now is kind of crazy to see like how he's um, gone from like this generic, like synth wave sound with it, like his unique little, twist on it and then he's just all like he's just got his own thing going on and i love it and i'm glad Mm. to have him on my record label too which is even cooler and getting to press one of my or issue one of my favorite albums of his on a cassette tape is is a good feeling um who else i wish i i grabbed new islands yeah i grabbed it i grabbed like one of the last copies it worked out perfect um nice let's see who else is uh on my radar neon 95 has been doing some cool ass shit with his label he just started a label not too long ago uh dream museum records for recordings mm-hmm. i think i don't know uh, which one is that but he just put out a sick ass teaser he's putting a single of his he made a 15 minute single that's like a bunch of songs in one and he's putting it on a playstation one disc yeah, and, that's so crazy. Yeah, you could. He said like you could put the PlayStation One disc in a PlayStation One, and you could choose like certain parts of the song to play. So you could like, I was like, dude, that's fucking insane. That's so crazy. Um, it's like a DVD scene menu. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that's so cool. Like that's like going the extra mile too. Uh, yeah, he's dope. Twenty ten records have always po- been. Poker Wave Three just came out. For those who don't know, yeah, check that out. It's amazing. Yeah, Pokewave 3 is good. He asked me to be on um, the first one, but I really wasn't like, I hadn't come out of my like collaborative shell yet. And I mm. also didn't want to be affiliated with um, Power Launch, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I could understand that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's an all-around good guy. We've talked a lot. Uh, yeah. 2010 Records, they're not really a Vaporwave label yet. 
but they are looking for vaporwave artists. If you are a vaporwave artist in Canada, believe it or not, they are a Vancouver-based label, um, and they have some cool-ass guys running it. Uh, the guy who runs it, um, Charlie, makes his own music under the name Vertical Gardens, and he just released a single called Time to Let Go. And it's this cool-ass, like, synth poppy like 80s dream pop thing it's pretty cool he's got some cool stuff going on but they've got a lot of house music and i've honestly like i'm not a huge house artist or a house music guy but i really like some of the stuff they've been doing um they also they made the music video for um george clanton's um asprey remix of living loose titled waterfalls Um, oh wow yeah, so they've got they've got some cool shit going on. They'd be doing that stuff. Where where do I go? Like I guess that their label isn't out yet, like you said. But uh, oh, they've got they're that? established. They've got a website and everything here. Twenty Ten Records dot com. I just linked it to you. Uh, they yeah they just put out an EP from Dylan Woods, which is a house music guy. Liam Hill um, is also house music and birdland is kind of like this um synth pop house music blend and it's interesting like a lot of it is uh it's got it's all all of it's got its own unique uh vibe to it and i think that's pretty neato nice but like if you uh if you are a vancouver based artist or just a vaporwave artist who is making some dope ass um stuff they are definitely looking for people um or actually, I don't know if their submissions are open, but maybe they are. I don't know. But they'd be doing some cool ass shit. That's all. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think I've got like two more people I want to talk about specifically. Uh, I just had them in my... Oh, uh, uh, CBTV or Haze TV. Uh, we just collaborated on a music video for Sunset off Spirit. And I was so fortunate and so i just i was so ecstatic to work with him because he is an amazing video editor he um he did uh, a music video or two or no yeah he just did one for, he did a music video for satin sheets and he's done some other things um he did I, the uh he did an entire i think he edited an entire like uh skate reel for uh this group called the blue boys and uh that was an 100 percent electronica themed thing as well so he's done some pretty good shit and he's super talented like uh the profile picture i have now was done by him um so he's he's fucking cool man and uh nice. last but not least uh data girl data girl uh she did the art for spirit and she did the art for me and um y94's combo champ single uh free and working with her was amazing. She was so patient with me, even though I felt like an asshole the whole time, asking for <laughs> all these little minute changes and stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad uh, everything worked out. And um, she's just an insane artist and musically and visually. And I'm excited. I'm actually really excited uh, for that um, uh, Heaven Cry record that they announced. And um, also the whatever she's got in the pipeline, whatever's next. So, mm-hmm. That's pretty much I think it. Heaven Cries Out on Pacific Plaza, isn't it? Yeah, Heaven Cries Out, but there's a record, like a physical oh, LP coming. To me, record means album. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get I'm that. I'm an old guy, you see. I see. 
Sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. No worries. Well, a hero, I think it's about time to call it. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Anything you want to say to your fans or anything before we go? Um, Stream Spirit, when it comes out, um, buy Ultima Flux records. Uh, don't Bios. do school, stay in drugs. <laughs> um, yeah. That's uh, winners don't eat meat. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. Nice, man. Well, thanks so much once again. It was a real treat getting to talk to you. Yeah, man, it was cool. Uh, you're such a chill person. I like. I always expect like, um, like just coming off from uh, talking with Pat. Pat is very like, like I opened the call and was like, "Yo, Pat, what's up?" And he was like, "Yo, hero, what's up? What's up, my dude?" I was like, I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta wake so up." So high energy, right? Yeah, he's got so much energy. But I see a lot. Like, it was so weird talking to him because I saw like a lot of my mannerisms and him. And like, you sound like him a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, this is just me. I'm talking to an older <laughs> New York version of me, and I was like, yeah. I was like this is kind of fucked up. But he's so cool to talk. Twilight about. Zone. Yeah, I, I seriously. Yeah. Oh man, but it was cool to talk to him. But just coming off from talking to him to you is like, oh, it's so good. Feels good. <laughs> cool. I could just <laughs> slouch in my I, chair. And... Yeah, that's how I like to roll. Hell yeah. Love it. <laughs> Thanks. Cool, man. Well, take care and looking forward to your upcoming music. And I will sh- be sure to spin all that other stuff. Cool, man. We'll take care. Be well. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right? Yeah, man. Peace. Later. Later.